Hello and welcome to Bill Stern's Sports Newsreel from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. C-O-L-G-A-T-E, Colgate presents Bill Stern. With a Colgate Shave Cream Sports Newsreel. Bill Stern, the Colgate Shave Cream Man is on the air. Bill Stern, the Colgate Shave Cream Man with stories rare. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is Bill Stern with a 333rd edition of the Colgate Shave Cream Sports Newsreel, featuring strange and fantastic stories. Some that are legends, others mere hearsay, but all so interesting, we'd like to pass them along to you. Our guest tonight is the lovely Hollywood movie star, Miss Bonita Granville. But first, real one, profile of a member. Our mind wanders back 15 years, 15 years this coming Sunday, when a burning airship tumbled out of the skies and a great man died. His name was Newt Rockney. <laughs> Newt Rockney was the man who made Notre Dame's victory song famous. For when Rockney was at Notre Dame, he molded gridiron teams so mighty that they grew into a myth. Who will ever forget his masterpiece? the team of the famous Fighting Four Horsemen, for Rockney football was winning football. But wait a minute. Newt Rockney wanted a win. Wanted a win even at the risk of his own life. In 1928, Notre Dame had its poorest season. Ugly whispers were going around. People were saying, Rockney's all washed up. He's through. He's finished. All through? Yeah. One year later in 1929, with his reputation at stake... Rockney began a comeback. He was a sick man when his team came into Pittsburgh to play the mighty undefeated team of Carnegie Tech. Notre Dame was also unbeaten. Sick and worn though he was, Rockney came to Pittsburgh in a wheelchair. Minutes before that game began, he was wheeled into the Irish dressing room. Angrily, the doctor said to him, Mr. Rockney, I'm not a pessimist, but the intense excitement might break that blood clot that's in your right leg. And if that clot breaks, it'll go to your heart. It'll kill you. Rockney brushed his doctor aside and he began to speak to his team. Boys... Last year, Carnegie Tech beat us. Rockney's face was distorted with pain. His eyes swept the players as he shouted, This year! This year, get out there and crack them down! Fight to win! I tell you, a team that won't be licked, can't be licked! <laughs> players leaped to their feet, rushed out the door, and Newt Rockney, body limp, eyes closed, fell back in his wheelchair, cold sweat on his face. It was Rockney's last wish, for Notre Dame never lost another game as long as Newt Rockney lived. Newt Rockney is dead now. He died 15 years ago this week. Yet even though no man ever loved sports more than did Rockney, once he advised a boy not to go into sports. According to this story, it happened when Rockney was a student at Notre Dame University. However, he was already famous as the football leader of the immortal fighting Irish, when one day a boy who wasn't at Notre Dame named James Shannon came to him for advice. And strange as it seems, Rockney advised this boy not to play football. For Rockney felt that James Shannon didn't belong in sports nearly as much as this Irish youngster belonged in the field of modern music. And so, thanks to Newt Rockney's advice, this youngster named James Shannon did give up sport. And, and this youngster did become one of the world's greatest songwriters, a man who can never be forgotten. For it was he who, back in 1913, was destined to write the lovely Irish lullaby, Tura Lura Lura. Let the Irish lullaby. Profile of a great Irish lullaby which, according to legend, might never have been written but for the coach of the fighting Irish who died 15.
15 years ago this week. Real two. It's history the way Dizzy Trout climbed out of the baseball doghouse, and here's how Dizzy Trout claimed to climb out of the shaving doghouse, for recently he wrote me. Dear Bill, one day my wife said, why don't you throw away that old mug and brush and get Colgate brushless shave cream? Honest, she did, Bill. Seems she'd been listening to your program. Well, it was the happiest morning for me when I first used Colgate brushless. I just smooth it on, then shave it off. That's all. And it rinses off my razor as easy as soap sets. You can tell your listeners that this pitcher finds Colgate Brushless Shave Cream scores on every count. Signed, Dizzy Trout. Colgate Brushless Shave Cream is really a great shaving cream, and it's made specially for men who have tough whiskers planted in a sensitive skin. Colgate Brushless stays moist throughout, softens those wiry whiskers, and keeps them soft while your razor skims them off close to the skin line, smooth and clean, with nary a snag or pull, and no after-irritation. Colgate Brushless is not gooey, gummy, or greasy. Try it, men. Buy a nine-ounce jumbo jar tonight. And listen, if Colgate Brushless, the shave cream of champions, doesn't satisfy you 100%, then just send the top of the carton back to me. Bill Stern, Kara Colgate, Jersey City, Zone 2, New Jersey, and you'll get double your money back. Now, could anything be fairer? Ask for Colgate Brushless, the shave cream of champions, tonight. Real four. Portrait of a poem. They can't be called again with spirit free. They can't be hurt again nor live to see. Their April dreams turn into winter snow. That face another war they'll never know. You wonder why we use a poem to begin the story? Let me explain. Our scene is a courtroom in far-off Japan. It's the year 1943. An American aviator is standing before the Japanese judge. It's the Japanese judge who speaks. Because this American aviator was a member of the American Air Force that bombed Tokyo, I hereby sentence him to be executed. He will face a firing squad tomorrow morning. And so a young American boy was sentenced to death for being a member of Jimmy Doolittle's flyers who bombed Tokyo. They placed this American boy against a stone wall. A Japanese firing squad stood in front of him. The Japanese soldiers waited for their officer's command. Attention! Shooter! When I give the order to fire, aim at his heart. Ready? Aim. Wait a minute. Hold it. Before you shoot that boy, let me tell you who he is. His name is Farrell. Bill Farrell. He comes from Darlington, North Carolina. Sure. He was one of Jimmy Doolittle's flyers who bombed Tokyo. But do you know why Bill Farrell was picked? He was picked because he was a great athlete. Yeah. Bill Farrell was a swimmer, a good swimmer. So good that he won swimming race after swimming race. In fact, he was such a great swimming champion that he became a lifeguard at Myrtle Beach in North Carolina. And as a lifeguard, Bill Farrell saved quite a few persons from drowning. He became famous in North Carolina because he did save so many lives. But now, now Bill Farrell's own life is threatened as he stands against the stone wall in far-off Japan. A Japanese firing squad is just about to shoot him. The Japanese officer has already told his men... When I give the order, aim at his heart! The Japanese soldiers are aiming at Bill Farrow's heart. The same heart that was full of love for his mother and his best girl. For when they told Bill Farrow he was to die, he wrote some letters home. Letters in which he said... Dear Mother, I know this is going to hit you hard. Because I was the biggest thing in your life. Will you do me a favor? Will you tell my best girl, Lib... Tell her that being married to her would have meant so much. I know we'd have found happiness. And tell her that after I'm gone, 
to find herself the good man that she deserves, for she has so much to give. As for you, Mother, I realize now that your every action was bent towards making me happy. Be brave and be strong for my sake. Goodbye, and may God be with you, your son, Bill. The Japanese firing squad was ready to shoot now. Their commanding officer took a last look at Bill Farrell, and then he ordered... Ready! Bill Farrow was dead. The Japs had executed him. And because they had executed him, his mother said, I believe my son Bill and the others served a wonderful purpose in this terrible war. Now you know why I began this story with a poem. A poem by Bill Farrow's cousin. A poem that read, They can't be called again with spirit free. They can't be hurt again nor live to see their April dreams turn into winter snow. To face another war, they'll never know. But the most amazing part of this story came to us recently in a letter. A letter that we know absolutely nothing about other than the fact that this letter was intensely interesting. So interesting that we called Bill's mother on the telephone and discussed it with her. For this letter said that years ago, when this boy Bill Farrow was a lifeguard in North Carolina, he had once saved a man from drowning. He had saved a Japanese named Tatsuto Tsutajori. This man later went back to Japan. And this Jap, whose life Bill Farrow had once saved, was the very same man who ordered Bill Farrow put to death. Profile of a great athlete. Real four. In just a moment, our special guest, Miss Benita Granville. The first, Charles F. McCarthy. Use Colgate Brushless Shave Cream, the shave cream of champions. Just wash your face, smooth it on, shave it off. It's that simple. Colgate Brushless is made for men with wiry whiskers and naturally dry, sensitive skin. It softens those tough whiskers, stays moist and active clear through your shave, and leaves your face smooth, cool, and refreshed. No after irritation. And because it's not gummy or greasy, it rinses off in a flash. Now I ask you, is that champion performance? You bet it is. And it's yours every time you shave with Colgate Brushless, the shave cream of champions. Buy a jumbo jar tonight. And now, Bill Stern and Benita Granville. Real five. Colgate camera close-up of Benita Granville, a great star of many pictures. Benita Granville's latest picture is Breakfast in Hollywood, one of the silver screen's most famous stars, and tonight a good enough trooper to go on despite the fact that she has a bad cold. Here she is in person, Benita Granville. Thank you, Bill, and good evening. I believe it's the guest's right each week to ask questions about the stories. And first of all, in the story about Newt Rockney, why did he advise James Shannon not to go into sports? Well, Benita, it's only legendary that he ever did. But if he did, the chances are that it was because in this case he realized that the boy was tremendously talented towards music. And how about the story of Bill Farrell and the Jap he saved from drowning? Well, as we said in that story, we know nothing about that letter other than what it said. But we checked this with Mrs. Farrell, and Bill was a great swimmer, and he was a lifeguard at that very time. How do you know that Bill wrote home just before he was executed? Actually, there were two letters, Benita. One to his mother and one to his girl. American Army officials investigated those letters and found out that they were authentic. But, Benita, I wish you'd tell the radio audience that sports story that you just told me. All right, Bill, I will. 
This is the story of a famous sports celebrity who today is celebrating his 29th birthday. People don't remember him much anymore, yet once the governor of his state said, By the power vested in me, I hereby do declare you to be the number one citizen of our state. And great athletes from the world of sports spoke highly of him, too. For Babe Ruth wrote, I wish I were half the champion he is. Even the wife of the former president of the United States, Mrs. Franklin D. Roosevelt, once paid him high tribute when she said, he'll go down among the immortals. Wait a minute, Benita. Who is this champion who could have a governor, Babe Ruth, Mrs. Roosevelt, and many others bestow on him such lavish praise? Who is he? Well, let's go down to Lexington, Kentucky, where today they are celebrating his 29th birthday, and read the bronze plaque on the front of his home, for it reads, here lives Kentucky's finest horse. The immortal man of war. Thank you so much. Good luck and good night, Bonita Granville. Ladies and gentlemen, that is the 3 mark for tonight. Next Friday night, we'll be back same time, same stations with another edition of the Colgate Shave Cream Sports Newsreel. Next Friday evening, we'll be broadcasting from Augusta, Georgia, where our guest will be America's most famous golfing star, the immortal Bobby Jones. So be sure and be with us next Friday night at our usual time when we broadcast from Augusta and have as our guest in Augusta the one and only Bobby Jones. See you then. Until then, I'll be seeing you on the screen in the News of the Day newsreel at your favorite Lowe's or Associated Theaters. Now until this very same time next Friday night, this is Phil Stern for Colgate Shave Cream wishing you all a good, good night. Phil Stern, the Colgate Shave Cream Man is on his way. Phil Stern, the Colgate Shave Cream Man has lots to say. He told you tales of sports heroes, the inside dope he really knows. So listen in next Friday night. C-O-L-G-A-T-E. Ladies, save waste fat. More fat means more soap. Salvage every speck of used cooking fat you can. Skim the soup, scrape the roasting pan, save every drop of bacon grease. Then sell it to your butcher for four cents a pound. Where there's fat, there's soap. So fill it in and turn it in. The Bill Stern Show tonight came from New York. This is NBC, the national broadcasting company.